the hard shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Well, summer is officially over and marked by the end uh, of August, the start of September, electric picnic. But 2019 electric uh, picnic was uh, to be different, of course. What wasn't different was the state of Stradbally and the weekend carnage. But was there going to be literally industrial quantities of waste, disposable tents and so on left behind? Well, uh, as we heard earlier, Dr. Carl Gustenberg launched a petition in June calling for Festival Republic to do more to address this issue. And she's here to report on whether or not it worked. Just tell us about the campaign after last year, first of all, Cara. Well, we talked in June about things we could do this summer that were environmentally friendly. And you might remember I told you that if you wanted to destroy the soul of an environmentalist, send them to electric picnic and uh, and that it was just nauseating seeing the, the incredible extent of waste there. I mean, to give you a sense of this, it's about 10 kilograms of waste per person is generated electric picnic. And, and compared to the, the annual average per person, I mean, every person in Ireland produces about one kilogram of waste a day. So this is triple the amount of waste we would normally produce if we were at home. And uh, in June, I launched a petition asking for Festival Republic to do more. And we actually got 2,000 signatures. Festival Republic are the organizers. Right, yeah. yeah. And it's championed by Melvin Benn. And, and uh, we got about 2,000 signatures. And in fairness to Melvin, in August, he contacted me to ask for a meeting to talk about the petition. So, uh, so you know, his intentions were, were good at the time. Right. And, and um, just focusing on waste, you know, we all have our green bin and our brown bin and our black bin now. I mean, uh, it, it, are festivals a real challenge? Yeah, I mean, some people would say, look, festivals are just show us more visibly what happens to our waste. And actually, I wrote a long time ago that everything I ever needed to learn about waste in Ireland, I learned at Electric Picnic by standing at a bin for, for three days trying to get people to recycle and realize how incredibly confusing it is when you're sober to figure out which bin things go in, let alone when you're trying to have fun at a festival after a few pints. So, surely it's fairly straightforward. You have glass in one would be a start and you have plastics in another. Well, yeah, not necessarily. We can get into the whole recycling thing, but um, but I mean, even if you take, for example, I remember at the time uh, the cardboard bin had a picture of a pizza box on it. Now, pizza boxes can't be recycled because the the fat from the pizza actually makes the cardboard not recyclable. Right. So that's a really confusing thing. Um, a, a lot of the the packaging material that was being used for food, Festival Republic had required vendors to use compostable packaging, but it looked like plastic. So people were putting it in the plastic bin. You know, wasn't getting composted. So so there were a lot there was a lot of confusion about signage and a lack and were of there in any incentives for people this year or previous years? Yeah, in to, previous years, uh, like could you get a, a few coins back? Yeah, in previous years, NGOs like Every Can Counts had gone around to the campsites and handed uh, recycling bags to all the campers and said if they brought back a full bag, they would get their names in for a raffle for a free ticket for next year. So those kind of incentives are great and and can make it really fun. But um, you know, it's really it's this ethos of the tents being left behind every year uh, that kind of undoes all the good things around cup deposit and recycling and the work of every can counts um, if if we have this culture of just leaving everything behind at the end. Well, t- tell me about some of the uh, cultural change required. Well, so 
This is where my meeting with Melvin was really interesting because I realized that we have a, a different value system in terms of what we're looking at. And I'm an environmentalist and I'm a scientist and, you know, I'm, I'm con- concerned about the impact that these kind of events leave on on nature, on the earth, you know, on climate change. And Melvin, even though, as he pointed out to me, he was probably green before I was born, um, he's trying to sell tickets and he's trying to show people a good time. And so while I think maybe we need to be much more uh, stronger in our level of enforcement and how we approach uh, sustainability at festivals. Melvin doesn't want to ruin people's good time by making them do something that, that might impact that. But what were, what were these, um, in terms of culture change, uh, social media, uh, hashtag red van man, <laughs> uh, mattress man, so, and sorry yeah. my hole. So What's that yeah. about? I don't understand. Oh, you, may, you see, you're not following Twitter, but no. this, this was uh, something that that went around Twitter last weekend, and it's just an example of of how how culture is changing and does need to change. So this was a, a a man in a red van who was who was driving in rural Ireland somewhere and saw a man in a white car dumping a mattress and a load of other trash into a ditch last weekend, and he pulled over and he gave out to this guy and he said, you know, if you were a teenager, you would know better. Did he video it all? And he videoed it all. And it was trending on Twitter yeah. as Red Man Van. And, and it was quite funny. But, but you know, this, this, this is what I see as really interesting with Electric Picnic and with Ireland as a whole, because I grew up in a culture in America where people are very proud of their landscape and, and you know, have a lot of pride and, and do leave no trace by nature. Most people try not to leave an impact when they go visit someplace. And yet here at Electric Picnic and in Ireland, we have have this culture of fly tipping and leaving stuff behind mm. um, and this lack of pride of place. And so Electro Picnic is a microcosm for our culture as a whole. And the question is, who is responsible for changing that culture? OK. In terms of the statistics, in terms of tons of waste, in terms of actual uh, stuff, as it were, you yeah. talked about the 10 uh, kilograms per person. Yeah. What are we actually talking about? Is it mostly the the the, the single use tents? Yeah. Well, actually, seventy percent of the the waste generated electric picnic in twenty seventeen came uh, from the arena. So we're talking about the single use plastic cups, the food waste, everything that's happening when people are watching the gigs, and only thirty percent of it came from the campsites. So that doesn't sound bad. But then you look at the recycling rates and 27% of the material in the arena got recycled and less than 1% of the campsites. And and I think we saw that last year when my friend Mm. Ed Rice was showing the bulldozers sweeping through the campsites and actually just shoveling all of that material into incinerators and landfill and not actually recycling any of it. And, And is Electric Picnic an outlier here in comparison to other festivals who have sort of overcome this problem? It does seem to be. So we have uh, Glastonbury as kind of the poster child for doing this right. And uh, Melvin Ben was initially involved in setting that up, but he's not involved in it now. And he is involved in uh, Leeds and Reading, which which got a really poor record this year. And then at the same time, so they're the kind of the bad boys versus the good boys in the UK. At the same time, we have in, in Ireland, we have these smaller boutique festivals like All Together Now and Kaleidoscope, which Festival Republic was also involved in, that had a really good uh, rate of leave no trace and people taking their tents home and then we have Electric Picnic which is getting bigger and bigger and bigger so even though Melvin said oh 30% more people took their tents home this year than in the past if we keep adding more tickets the problem doesn't actually get any better Alright I can wait no longer what happened in 2019 you weren't there yourself but I have a statement here from Electric Picnic 
basically patting themselves on the back, <laughs> saying that things weren't well. A massive thank you to all the picnickers. Uh, said yes to cultural change, heeded the concerns on single-use tents and took them home to be used again. And it says that 8,000 pre-pitched campers in Pink Moon uh, that get all got reused, 1,500 in the BYOE site. Uh, there was a record 100% of tents taken home, zero waste left mm-hmm. behind and a spotless field. Yeah, I'd love to know where he's getting those numbers. Um, I, ho- I hope he's right. But the reality is um, those campsites that you quoted were already quite clean. I, I mean, I in the BYO campsite, I got on my hands and knees one year and went through and made sure that our section was clean. So... Um, I don't know how he knows that this was a success because they've never measured it before. But well, the, what's your take on well, it? Well, look, I asked After the event. I asked the Twitterverse to come back to me with photos and it looked as bad as ever. And then that's what the, the sentiment was coming back to me from people who were there was that it's as bad as ever. Um, maybe more people took their tents home, but there was certainly more debris in terms of chairs and sleeping bags. So the message isn't getting across. And, and I would say Melvin needs to get much more scientific in this approach. The changing culture takes a long time and we need to start measuring it and start questioning and start really engaging and shifting that culture. And if anybody can shift culture, it's got to be Festival Republic. So what 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 are you going to do over the next 12 months other than sort of bitch and carp and oh, no, cringe no, no, about no, no. it? Look, I provided lots of constructive ideas for Melvin about how maybe he could start to to change the culture. And, and I think he's genuinely committed to the idea and, and you know, has been very is there, supportive. Is there profit in this, though? Uh, in changing culture. Yeah, no, no, in terms of for 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 Festival Republic. Yeah, I mean, look, they're they're getting twenty cents a cup on on deposits right now from cups when people buy their drinks, so they're they're making money on that. I really, really was pushing for a deposit on tents. Charge people. I mean, they're going to start selling tickets now for next year. Charge people a thirty to fifty euro deposit on a tent and refund them when they bring that tent out the gate. And with technology like RFID tags now, that's very easy to do. Uh, but again, Melvin feels that that would compromise people's good time, and so he's he's been apprehensive to to enforce anything. But do like you that. have problems with people having a good time? I, I don't, actually. I'm, I'm all up for having a good time. But look, we have lots of health and safety regulations at festivals like Electric Picnic, you know, that maybe stop people from having a good time, but it's for their own safety. So how about some regulations around sustainability, too? OK, not letting our bone go and not giving a pass mark uh, to Electric Picnic 2019. A lot more to do. My thanks, as always, for bringing us down to earth, Dr. Cara Augustenberg. Uh, looking forward to talking to you next week. And don't forget, all of these down to earth segments are available on our website in the podcast section if you'd like to hear them back. As always, Cara, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.